Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Sad, sad days. We are down to the last couple days of Halloween Horror Nights, and hopefully we will see you there because we're recording this a little bit earlier so we can get over there for Thursday night, and we will be doing Stay and Scream today, Friday, and we'll be doing Stay and Scream on Saturday as well. So be on the lookout for us. But we figured today, before we get into our finality of the season, we are going to take a look back, lastly, again, at... A comparison. We're going to look at HHN 31 and we're going to compare it to 32, kind of directly comparison. So we're going to go zone by zone, what was in what zone, how it kind of faces off against its its opponent, so to speak. And then we're going to start looking at the Monster House because those are a pretty good direct comparison. Then we're going to go into our IPs and our originals. So like I already said, we're going to kind of be jumping around right into things because we want to get over to the fog. So I'm going to crack open this drink. Um, it's nothing special. I grabbed a high noon from the fridge just because I wanted to get a little drink early. In. I'm drinking well, yeah. Stealing so, my nooners, huh? Stealing a pineapple high noon. You left it too close to me. <laughs> well, I was going to talk because I actually have a beer tonight. Oh, oh hey. Right? Um, How does that work? Seamus, oh. take the floor. So uh, I'm drinking Bat Squatch. By Rogue Brewing, uh, and I forget where they're based out of. To be honest with you, uh, Oregon, I think. Yeah, uh, Rogue Ales, Newport, Oregon, oh. established in 1988. Is that uh, is that what that says? Is this as old as I am? No <laughs> way. Look at that. They were established the year that I was established. But um, I've had this already. Uh, I had it at a Halloween party last weekend. Hazy IPA, but it's uh, I believe it's a session. It's not super high in a. It's not super high ABV. Yeah, six point seven. So it's more. It's closer to like a session IPA more than like a traditional hazy, as you would get. So I would say it's less New England and more hazy West Coast, even if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, they're pretty good, pretty solid stuff. It also says "want to chat." Text us on the bottom of the can, so I could text them. I guess. There you go. Interesting. Let them know they're okay, on the pod. I'm sorry. It's been so long since I've had a beer on the podcast. It's, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> sorry. It's like popping my cherry for the first time. Wait, what? <laughs> I forgot I do this. Where do I put my hands? All right. Sorry. Jamie, are you drinking anything tonight? No, I am not, unfortunately. But tonight, right. I will be. <laughs> All right. So let's get into these comparisons. We did this last year, uh, and we thought it was a very fun idea to do again. So we're going to start right up front. We're going to start with Scare Zone. So right up front. This year, we have Dr. Oddfellow's Collection of Horror versus, I don't really know if we have to say versus, but we're comparing it against the horrors of Halloween. So these are our two, we call it icon zones. We had the Pumpkin Lord last year, and we have Dr. Oddfellow this year. They are a little bit different location-wise. The horrors of Halloween obviously saw Pumpkin Lord in his giant pumpkin right on the edge of where 
minions starts now and it would follow straight ahead versus odd fellows which is the caravans kind of by the hello kitty area and pushes to the right uh, we have the trust involved in both of them so that's kind of a similar thing right there but what do you two think i guess jamie let's start with you then so comparing these two which one is sort of in your favor and and, and why it's it's kind of hard to put because i know that area that they've been having the couple scare zones that it's been a little bit smaller and stuff like that but i would probably have to say the one from last year that we had the what was it called again i'm sorry nick the horrors of Halloween. The horror. I almost said wicked traditions. Yes, the horrors of Halloween. I, I really like that they utilized. I know this year it's different with the new minions attractions that have opened and stuff like that. But I just really like that they utilized and they had the archway and the little walkway where the minions in and stuff like that. It just felt more immersive and more as a scare zone versus how they have this year with the Doctor Oddfellows ones. How it's kind of just tucked over to the side, which is disappointing because they're in so there is some cool characters in there and stuff like that. But I feel like last year just felt more like a scare zone to me, if that makes sense. And I did like the characters that they had last year. They had the uh, tall witch in there. They had the little cat from Sweets. They had some of the pumpkin creatures and whatnot. And I feel like this year it they kind of did the same thing in the sense where it's just another collection of different past characters we've had at HHN or different characters that have been at the event and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to go with the one that we had last year, probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of in that same boat. I think, um, I think both of these were semi fumbles a little bit. You know, the, the compilation zones are, are they're both very close. Yeah. Yeah. They're tough to gauge for me because there's not, there's not originality in it being that they're just pulled from another area of the attraction itself. So for me, it, it kind of takes a little bit of a, a downslope. I think Anarchade was the last good one we had up into that area. Right. Uh, while be it, I didn't like the pumpkin Lord farting and burping the whole time. <laughs> I did like that big. It was, it was used versus yes. where like Dr. Oddfellow is. He has the whole caravan kind of thing, but it doesn't really get utilized much. Uh, so I, I, kind of take that takes a little bit of a down downgrade for me the uh, the props in in this year's zone are just like three big suitcase kind of things so just a little bit weaker on the sense of that i liked the the lighting i mean we had all the big pumpkins in the truss last year there was a lot of those so that looked really cool i think i will also go for horrors of halloween now uh, versus dr oddfellows just I just think it vibed better. But Seamus, what do you think about these two? Yeah, I think it's a wash if we're comparing them. Uh, I, I think that my dogs might bark in a second. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but I think I say, told you. While Seamus is taking a short intermission, there was one thing I wanted to add about that scare zone. It's just really disappointing that I completely forgot for the horrors of Halloween that I, I completely forgot that the pumpkin Lord was even there. And he was a great aspect of it too. But I, I got to agree with you, Nick. I think they made him too goofy and too kind of like cheesy for the lore that I felt like he was supposed to have and all that kind of gist and spookiness that could have been added. And they just made him a little goofy, which is a little disappointed. But like you said, I feel like they utilized that one a lot better in the sense with the pumpkins and the tresses and the big archway that you could walk through. It, it just felt more like a scare zone. Yeah, it's 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 weird because it was definitely a downgrade of the pumpkin lord from the, the previous year at 30 Correct. when we, we first got him. But just holding the two up, I kind of lean back towards that one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. I agree. <laughs> Don't worry, Seamus. I, t- I, let, I let them know you're doing a short intermission. <laughs> yeah, well, animals animals with four legs and they and they make noises with their throat. <laughs> But uh, no, I I think that I don't know how I, they're making Nick work tonight. Um, I think it's a wash between these two, to be honest with you. And I agree with everything you guys are both saying. I think that the the last couple of years have been kind of weak up in this area. Not a whole lot going on. I wasn't a massive fan of what they did with Pumpkin Lord. I wish they had given us either another house or just kept him from the event at all uh, uh, um, completely. If that was what they were going to do, uh, but I mean. If anything, they made better use of the centerpiece. So I think by default, I have to go same with you guys. I got to go with Pumpkin Lord or whatever, Horrors of Halloween, whatever you call it. Um, Just because of that, I think he was more central. They gave people a reason to stop and watch this year. I don't know what their plan was with Dr. Oddfellow, if they were going to do more with him, but I just don't think they're doing enough. And it's not enough of a, not enough there to make, say, everybody stop and watch what's going on. So, yeah, I think I got to go with, with, with what you both said. Yeah, they definitely could have, like, really drove it home with Dr. Oddfellow in that zone, and it just didn't feel like they completely did that. Yeah, and so, it's 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 kind of – it sucks a little bit because that centerpiece, that, that carriage, that cart that they have, I think is really cool looking, but they don't do enough with him in, in that. Like, it's very wow. much he just kind of walks around and interacts with people, and that's fine too, but, I mean – there's not a lot, not not a lot, not a lot of great lighting up there, especially with that that big sign that gives you the rhyme t- uh, ride times. Uh, it's kind of bright, so it's hard to like even do like photo stuff, like photo ops with them because it's too dark and that's too bright. So I don't know. I feel like they could have done more with it, and they kind of dropped the ball a little bit on it. But I mean, yeah. it's kind of a theme with the scare zones this year. Yeah, I agree. So let's move over to New York. This year we have Vamp sixty nine, Summer of Blood. And we have that going against previous year's Sweet Revenge. So, Jamie, why don't you kick us off again? Because I'm curious to see where you land on this because these are both two very beloved zones on in your book. Yeah, I was just going to say this is actually a pretty tough one because I, I, I knew I was going to be excited for Vamp. I've, I've talked about it before. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I knew I was going to be excited for Vamp. I've loved the editor other iterations of it that they've done. I was really stoked for this year, Hippie Vampires. It's just right up my alley. But then again, just last year, the Sweet Scare Zone and just that classic Halloween feel that you got. I just feel like that's not something that you get. I mean, you do get it at HHN, but I feel like since there's usually so much going on, sometimes you just want that that classic like old-timey style Halloween. And I feel like even last year too, just the scare actors that they pick for both of these zones, the locations that they have, I feel like all of them have been so interactive, not only with each other, but with the guests and stuff like that too, which is really fun. It's, it's tough for me because I want to say Vamp 69 by a long shot, but I feel like Sweets had more set pieces in the scare zone and there was more kind of showy aspects to it with the the mayor stand that the or the judge's booth that you had and kind of like the mayor and all that kind of stuff and just like a lot of more little side things that you could look at and I feel like Vamp didn't have as much as that and I thought they were going to with the stage like we were talking about before in previous episodes that we haven't they haven't used it as much as we have liked them to or at least from what we haven't seen. Ah. It's tough. It's really tough. I I would probably have to say I'm still going to go with Vamp, honestly. I just, every time they do Vamp, 
Always love it. It's always a good time. Really fun. The only downfall, like I said, I wish they used a little more props and stage sets as they did with sweets. But when it comes to characters and different scare actors and stuff like that, I feel like they both knocked it out of the park. The makeup that I saw the last time I went a couple nights or last week for HHN and some of the vamps in the scare zone. Don't know who y'all's makeup person was that night, but everyone looked fantastic. Some of the best vamp makeup I've seen. And last year, I feel like it was more costumey. Like there was more masks and stuff like that, which was utilized. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with vamp. I'm going to stop talking about it. I'm just going to go with vamp. <laughs> yeah, it's this is a tough one, too, because I, I do like them both a lot. <laughs> I think I like vamp i think vamp gets a little bit of a boost for me just because comparing it to the other scare zones this year it's clearly head and shoulders above the competition for me mm-hmm. um but i just think like you said there's just the, the there's more set pieces i think that were in suites but i am sort of blanking on the not blanking but like i'm just kind of dismissing those little concert t-shirt selling vendor booths mm-hmm. that they have alongside of the the perimeter of new york because mm-hmm. they do have those and they have the car in the middle and the bikes and stuff mm-hmm. like that but the bikes definitely feel sort of just pushed away the bus is really really cool but i just like the atmosphere of sweets i think i think mm-hmm. I, I think i'm going sweets a little bit more i liked the costumes i liked you got a true sense of like the full story there where you know major sweets is is corrupting these children they've gone crazy and they're attacking the the random civilians and you could get that story versus vamp doesn't really need a story it's just that these vampires took over the music fest and there's vamps werewolves or and and guests but i just that atmosphere of sweets was so good the characters were were very distinct and vamp it's just kind of vampire or person that's really the two the two things that you have in there. You also have the, the blood suckers. So that's kind of a third party, but I think I'm going to go towards sweets. Honestly, I really am. I love sweets and just the vibe fits so well, but Seamus, where do you stand on this? Yeah. Um, sorry, Jamie, this one's easy for me. I have to go sweets. Um, that's okay. <laughs> and it's not that I don't like vamp. Cause I think vamp is by far the best scare zone this year. Like it's not even close and I, and I enjoy it, but I think if I have to pick the two pick, between the two, I, like Nick said, I'm it's just the vibe I got with sweets is exactly what I want. Felt like, you know, it, it felt like classic Halloween. It gave you that um, Halloween town esque vibe. And it was, I think it was better lit. It, it was, it looked a lot better. I think the set pieces were better. I loved the big floats. Um, and I liked the, the variety in characters. I think this year it's a little feels a little samey. Um, I dig the music. I dig the vibe of it. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of it's kind of just missing something because it feels like the scare actors blend way too easily in with everybody else. And I think for some things, it's it, that's kind of cool. But at the same time, I think that if you're really trying to, you know, you catch people's attention, it's it's hard to do it when everybody kind of dresses the same. They don't make u- great use of the stage. They don't outside of maybe the the two dudes at the or at least, at least the one guy <laughs> at the uh merch tent like that guy's cool but i think he's like the biggest draw there um and the vehicles although they they look good they don't do a whole lot with them either so i, I don't know i i dig it but not to use 60s parlance but you know i i just i think sweets was better 
it's not my bag, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's not my bag, baby, as <laughs> Austin Powers would say. Yeah, for no, all it's... you youngins who don't know what that movie is. I didn't know what that was from. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> oh, Lord, take me now. Take me now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, let's just move along here. Uh, <laughs> uh, San Francisco, we are going to talk about Shipyard 32 Hard, <laughs> Unhinged, and Conjure the Dark. Uh, Seamus, what do you think? Uh, this one's easier. Conjure the Dark. I mean, how how do, how do you not go with Conjure the Dark? I think that one last year was such a surprise for people. I think it just it came out of nowhere, and they did so much with it. And, you know, mixing that stage show element with the really, really cool-looking scare actors, I think it just works. This year, it just – it. I don't know. I don't know what they were going for. And maybe I can appreciate some of the craftsmanship on, like, the, the crane, the set pieces and stuff, but – I don't know what they were looking for because it, it it just it feels flat. It feels like probably the flattest scare zone they've had in reality. I, mean, I don't know. I, mean, I'm, I don't know if I share the same opinion with everybody, but you know that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, we don't need to discuss it too too much. Uh, this is not indicative of the characters in there, but I just think it's a bad zone. I really do. I don't. Oh, this has very little to do with the scare actors. Just want to yeah. point that out. No, we're, this is more of just like character design, storytelling, creation, placement, stuff like that. But, you know, they do the best that they can with what they have, but I don't think that they were given enough. And I just don't think it results in a successful scare zone, especially in that area that succeeded so, so well last year. You know, the, the San Francisco area is always congested. It's it's hard to pull off a good scare zone there. And they, they did, I think, with both rob zombie of recent years which was definitely that party vibe but with conjure the dark they definitely just took it to that next level they pushed that stage area all the way in the back so there still was space in the middle to 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 play but i just yeah conjure the dark definitely takes it for me so uh jamie similar thoughts or differing a little bit see you guys are really gonna hate me now (laughs) so honestly i personally did I don't want to say I didn't love Conjure the Dark, but it probably wasn't my favorite scare zone from that year. Honestly, I was a little let down by it, only in the sense that I f- I feel like we spent so much time in that scare zone last year, and I just watched that show over and over and over again with Nick when he was doing video or doing pictures and stuff like that. And I feel like I just got a little bored of it, honestly. And like the whole witchy demons kind of thing them walking around and stuff like that their makeup looked cool their costuming looked great i really liked the characters but it just really wasn't my favorite then again shipyard has gone a little up for me in the sense there's been a couple times that we've gone through the scare zones that now i see the nosferatu looking character getting in the cage getting out of the cage the tooth fairy getting in there different characters more interacting i've actually seen where they have the crane and the crates i've seen the box with the chupacabra label i've seen a body get pulled out of that a couple times now it feels like they definitely upped it this last couple weeks with some of the technical aspects to it which was really fun um like I said before, even though the Dr. Oddfellow scare zone that they have at the front is more of that compilation scare zone, I feel like it wasn't executed as well as it could be because I really do love compilation things. But I feel like Shipyard this year was a better compilation from previous years and houses and stuff we've had. And I feel like they all kind of mesh a little bit 
better together than they do for the Dr. Oddfellow one. So to everyone's surprise, I'm going to go with Shipyard for this one. Or, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, hey, look. Now, Owen Wilson. Wow. Anybody who thinks that we all just collectively hate stuff. Right. We, we don't. I don't hate We I all really just hate different stuff. I don't hate stuff. it. I don't hate it. And I didn't hate Conjure the Dark either, but it just, I don't know. I think I just got repetitive for me. It really did. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving along over to the easiest zone well not the easiest zone to kill but it has the best setting for it for Mm -hmm. sure uh that's b central park we have this year jungle of doom expedition horror and then last year we had scarecrow cursed soil so i guess i'll kick us off on this one this one's tough this is probably the closest i have of a like which way am i gonna lean sort of thing i really like this year let's just start with the positives i really like the setting they chose it really well i like the stuff up in the trees you know the little bats the bat eyes i love the parachute the plane is a really really cool prop you have the stupid little rats on the fire which is fun uh the characters are really cool and then you have to kind of compare that to last year and last year they really built out of that zone they expanded it so much they had the car up front they had the whole barn facade it wasn't a full mini house like we suspected but it it served that purpose i think it worked well with putting those characters above you it kind of fit more in there and then as you walk through i just think those characters are really cool like you had the big pig guy you had the corn face guy you had the scarecrow at the end who sort of was in the outhouse for a little bit until they they cut that out because he was swinging that door out like a madman um but there wasn't really that show aspect, which Jungle does have this year, it is a very short little thing, but it's something fun and adds to it when it's whole, you know, immortality. So I, I do appreciate and like that one. The character designs in this one are really, really cool, too. I mean, you do have differing people, which is nice because that's one of my biggest pet peeves in, in zones when they're just everyone's the same. Um, I think. I think I'm going to go Scarecrow, Cursed Soil still. I, I do enjoy it. I think it had a couple more interactive points as you're going through it. But what do you think, Seamus? Where are you at on this one? Because this is a tough one for me. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I don't think it's as tough for me. Um, I have to go Scarecrow with it. I think Scarecrow, I think it looked better. I think it had better characters. I think the the setup was a lot better. I think they pulled from better source material. And I don't hate Jungle. I think it's grown on me a little bit more every time we've gone, but at the same time, it still struggles from the fact that it's too tight in that scare zone. There's very little they can do about that. And I just don't think there's enough in it to really draw your attention. Uh, I like the characters. Don't get me wrong. I think some of them are really, really cool looking, but I I I think I preferred the scare. I, I preferred what, they brought with 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 um scarecrow i liked the corn knife guy and i liked the variety you got the bird i think usually like the the, the, yeah, like the, the raven looking guys yeah and then the dudes who had like the pseudo corn stock ghillie suits um so i i think i think if i have to pick one or the other i think i gotta go scarecrow i don't think it's as clear-cut as <laughs> as conjure was but um but yeah i think scarecrow just i think it edges it edges jungle just a little bit for me all right, Jamie, what do you think about these two? 
I think we're a three for three on this one, guys. This one was pretty easy for me to, to scarecrow as well. I and same thing you guys said, and I know you guys pretty much said everything I'm gonna say, so I don't want to talk too much about it. But I don't hate Jungle of Doom at all. I think it's a really great scare zone. Like you said, Nick, I really like this um the bat eyes in the trees. I really like the little spiders that they have and the rats and all that kind of good stuff. But I feel like Scarecrow was just so much more memorable for me and more interactive with some of the characters that were in there and stuff like that. I feel like Scarecrow had some of my favorite scare actors that I've seen in his own before. They had the pig person, they had the crow, they had the wolf dog man. They just had so many different fun things. The corn and some of the scares are in it, I feel like were a little bit better too. Like you said, Nick, the scarecrow that was in the outhouse at the end got me a couple times. They had the big scarecrow at the front, which was really cool. I really like the truck. I like all the hay and the corn in the little archway that they had at the beginning of that. I just think all around for me, it was a more enjoyable scare zone. And I know this year has been a little bit more congested and this scare zone... Eh, this scare zone particularly is usually a little bit more congested anyways, if we talked about before, but I feel like last year they just kind of, with the way they'd spread things out, was a little more doable to walk through and stuff like that, when I feel like this year's just been so congested, the fog's been so heavy, it's been really tough to see things on some nights, and even though this one does have a good mix of different characters and stuff like that, I do still feel like it's a little bit repetitive in that sense, but yeah, gonna have to go at Scarecrow with with this one. All right. So topping off our list, let's go to our last zone we're gonna compare. And that will be over in New York. And that is, well, not in New York, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood it is. Dark Zodiac for this year versus Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Now I'll kick it off. This one, I wish I could say it was a lot closer. But for me, it's just not. Graveyard Deadly Unrest just completely blew all my expectations out of the water. If you go back to our, you know, pre 31 episodes, I was kind of down on Graveyard. I was sort of just like, well, you know, how much can they do with this? You know, it's a, I don't get it. You know, you don't get much from the name. So leading into it, I was like, ah, what? It's it could be fun, I guess. But let's just see what it is. But then the props started going up and more props started going up. And then once we actually got in there, I was like, wow. This is cool. They have so many different little sets. Again, the characters stand out. They had little boo holes like out there stationed with triggers from characters who would run out of little doorways. You had the twins. That was so cool. You had just all these other little characters. You had the cool black light, you know, makeup guy. The sets were really cool. I just I, I fell in love with this zone so much. And then Dark Zodiac for me. It was kind of the opposite. As soon as the name was dropped, I was like, okay, I kind of know where they're going with this. I've seen pictures of something from Singapore. My expectations went very high. Whether that's fair or not, it's what happened. And my expectations were very, very high. And it seemed like they're just, again, a lot of these zones this year, I feel like they were just so close. And then they just kind of didn't finish the job. This one, the character designs are amazing. I think the characters are obviously beat the characters from graveyard deadly unrest but being that there's like three little stages um the sound which played a big part in graveyard deadly unrest for me the sound is not there in zodiac i was really wanting that like trippy spacey vibe and instead i get chainsaws so that really takes it down for me uh there's not much of a there wasn't really much of like a 
stage element for that one. They had the two guys like with the wings in graveyard, but there's really not much there. There's two. There's the one person putting the head into the the well. And then on the other side, more towards Mel's, you have a character kind of doing their thing over there. But I just don't I, I just don't have the same love for it as I thought I was going to. But, you know, it it is what it is. It it was it's a it's a zone. I I these might be some of my favorite costumes in this event, but I just it it can't carry it for me. But Seamus, what do you think? I think you you hit it right in the head. I mean, graveyard completely elevated expectations or blew away expectations. I don't think that I think maybe more so me than you, but I I mean I know that like I was not when I first heard the name, I was like, nah, this isn't gonna be good. Graveyard, I mean, come on. You know, is it's just going to be another samey, samey, same old type type deal. But the the variety in characters that they came up with, and especially the twins. I mean, by and far, I don't even know if that's the right phrase, but by far and away, some of the best characters they've ever had. I think the twins were such a good idea. They were super unique. Uh, and the fact that they found two girls that either were actually twins or just looked really, 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 really alike um, to play that, to play those characters, I think just brought that scare zone to a new height for me. Whereas Zodiac, I think like, like you, I think this, I think the hype was a little bit, I don't want to say unwarranted, but I think it was just a little too, it, it was a little too hype on my end. I think that uh, unfortunately, it just wasn't going to live up to what I had in my head and it didn't. I think the characters look really cool. I agree with you there. I think I haven't been able to really see it before the sun goes down though. So like I, it, I think maybe once I walked through it as the sun was going down so I could appreciate it a little bit. But then again, I said it before and I'm going to say it again and I, and I don't want to dwell on it, but I don't want to spend any time in there. If this, if this chainsaw is going and unfortunately they added them there. I, I, I don't want to, stand there and listen to that noise and appreciate the characters, the scare actors. And it's, and it's sad because I really do want to appreciate more of it. I think like the scorpion lady is awesome. Um, a couple of the ones on the, st- on the little stage elements are really, really cool. I just haven't had enough time to fully appreciate it. So I think unfortunately um, it hurts it and I got to go graveyard. And again, I don't think it's by a super far margin, but it's enough that, you know, graveyard is memorable, and this one isn't going to be very remember. I don't think it's going to be as memorable as, as as last year's was. No, that's for sure. That for me as well. I uh, mean, I'd so probably. It's... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But I, I think I, I, I'd pick. I'd probably pick Zodiac over. Um, and you guys are going to hate me. I'd pick it over over the ball. The what is the what was the one called the 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 runway one? Oh, Vanity Ball. Vanity Ball. I'd probably pick Zodiac over Vanity Ball. And I know that's probably fighting words for a lot of people, but <laughs> it's just, you know, my opinion. But it's yeah, I think I think Graveyard was was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamie, where, what are your thoughts? Zodiac versus Graveyard? You know what? It's another three for three for us because I'm going to have to go with Graveyard as well. So kind of like how you guys have said, too, I feel like Zodiac was just a little underwhelming for me. I was really excited for this scare zone. I know you mentioned, Nick, before how they had it in Singapore and stuff like that. And it looks super sick. Don't get me wrong, because the scare actors and the characters that they have and the costuming, everything just looks phenomenal. But I feel like Graveyard last year was just 
so immersive in the sense that it just it really felt like you're walking through an old decrepit cemetery with zombies and ghosts of those who have passed following around with you. And I feel like the character designs that they had last year with some of the different not just like the undeadly walking around and stuff like that, but one of my favorite scare actors that have been in any scare zone was the one that they had last year. And it was the stupid, the fake skeleton on top of like their head or on top of their body God, I or whoever. <laughs> I loved it so much. I thought it was so funny. And I really liked last year that they had some of the uh, cloaked figures. When you got up close to them, you could see their makeup had the black light on him and it just looked really, really cool. And I just felt like last year was just a little bit more fun for me in that sense that I spent a little bit more time there. It was something that I like to come back to see. Like you guys had mentioned before, the twins were awesome. I feel like everyone was just so into character. It was a, it was a really good zone. And yeah, I don't want to keep talking too much about it because you guys pretty much nailed it all, but I'm going to have to go with Graveyard as well. All right, so those are our scare zones. So I think I didn't tally them up, but it seems like I'll say my end. It seems like I preferred the thirty-one zones over thirty-two. I would things. say it's probably yeah. pretty self. I think it's pretty self-evident that I mean I don't want to speak for Jamie, but I think the three of us would prefer thirty-one to thirty-two. I, I know for me, um, yeah. I mean it's 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 not even close. If we're talking overall. 31 scare zones were some of the best that I've experienced. I know I haven't been there as much as you guys have. I mean, just in total years, but of the ones that I've experienced, I think 31 was probably the best. Um, this year is definitely weak. It's some of the weakest scare zones I think they've had. And again, I, I don't want, I hate talking about it like that. Cause I don't want the characters. If you're, if any of you are listening to think that like, I dislike your work. I think you guys are doing really, really good with what you have, as Nick has said, but I just think that the theme themes just don't work for me personally. And I, I'm just not getting a whole lot out of them this year, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and like these themes could have worked, but it just seems like instead of telling the full story, they just gave you a quick synopsis. Like it's almost like yeah. cliff notes versus reading the book. You know, we were so close, but we just didn't get those great details to, to drive it home. But Jamie, overall, which year would you prefer? I would have to say 31 as well, which is really disappointing because, I mean, I wouldn't say it's disappointing because it was a great year and this year has been great too, but I just feel like last year had more of an IP draw for me. I feel like last year was some of my really, like some of my all-time favorites was last year. I mean, we had the Black Phone, we had Halloween, we had well, the- just Scare Zones. Oh, Scare Zones. I, I thought you were talking about collectively. I'm sorry. Listen, guys, I just got off work and just started recording, so I'm a little <laughs> delusional still. She had to make a spirit uh, run, everybody. Yeah, right. Um, no, but collectively for Scare Zones, I'm going to have to go to 31 as well. Still love Vamp. I think it's one of the Vamp 69. I think it's one of my favorite scare zones that we've had in the last couple of years. But I think last year's scare zone would scare zones would trump the ones that we have this year by far. Yeah. So we're going to start moving into houses now. I figured first, like I have these broken up. So first, let's just do monsters because that's a, an easy direct comparison. So 32 this year, we have Universal Monsters Unmasked. And last year we had Universal Monsters Legends Collide. So we have a case of Mummy, Dracula, and Wolfman versus Phantom, Invisible Man, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Jamie, do you want to kick us off on this and kind of see where you stand between these two monster houses? I will. I sure will. 
So I keep saying this for everyone. This is this is a tough one. No, but I feel like this one's actually a little bit easier for me in the sense of I, <laughs> I never have any dislikes normally with the monster's house, but by far this year knocks all of them out of the park. I just think this year's monster's house was so just I can't I can't even think of the words to explain it. I just love the facade of it. Don't get me wrong, last year's facade was beautiful too, but I love the monsters that they chose to have for this house. I know some of us like to think that we didn't need all of the monsters that were in there, but I think it adds like a little fun effect to it because the story that they follow and once you know what's going on and some of that backstory of it, you know, the invisible man's talking over with some of the overhead audio and stuff like that, which is really fun. I think that this house was particularly really long. I know usually when they have them in these big warehouses that they're long in general, but this one just felt super long for some reason this year. I don't know if it's how they set it up in there or what, but last year's I did enjoy because I love Dracula. A lot of the, a lot of the classic monsters last year, but I really like that this year that they incorporated some of the monsters that aren't used as much, some that we don't see as often, which I thought was a really nice touch. And overall, I have gotten some of the best scares in this house that I've gotten for the whole season. I feel like they're always going really hard. They're always really into character. The only thing I would have to say that was a little disappointing for me was that there's a lot of empty space, it seems like, that wasn't utilized. When you're walking through that hallway, you have the black curtains in the one part after the Invisible Man room. You have some of the, um, how would you explain them? Kind of like the box seats area that you would have if you're going to the yeah. opera and stuff yep. like yep. that. I was expecting them to have more of a show aspect in that. Not more of a show aspect, but at least a couple more people popping out and stuff like that. I know you have the one with um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but I feel like that's kind of the only one you get. I would at least think that maybe Phantom would pop out from the curtain or something like that, or maybe they would be showing a couple more kills there and whatnot. But I feel like a lot of it was just a bleak walkthrough. I know there's the one walkthrough area that you have too, where it has the... um the mesh kind of lining where it like lights up and you could see all the faces on the wall and stuff like that from phantom peeling off skin, whatever. And you would think that you would have a scare actor there that would pop out. I think that'd make a really good scare, but they haven't had anyone there either. So I feel like it was a little lackluster in that sense that some of the areas could have been used a little bit more than they were, but by far universal monsters, Paris has definitely taken the cake for me for this one. Yeah, uh, Seamus, I will go to you because I think it's a little bit of an easier one for you and then I'll get to my discussion. Yeah, whatever Jamie said. No, I'm serious. Uh, this house is crazy, crazy good. Uh, and when I say this house, I mean this year's Monsters House. Everyone knows that <laughs> Seamus is the re- is the resident monster hater. Um, until recently. Until, until this year. Well, I mean, again... I, people don't take how I feel about certain things to mean... I don't know. I just feel like don't take last year to mean that I just I completely despise anything Universal Monsters because I actually enjoyed the compilation house in nineteen. Um, I the Frankenstein's wife less so, but I think that was more the fact that it was COVID year, so that kind of took it down a little bit for me. Uh, But last year just wasn't I wasn't into it. Didn't really dig the story. I don't really dig Mummy. I don't. I, I definitely don't dig Dracula. Um, 
and I think that just, I felt like the the story was either too ham fisted to really mean much to me. Um, I think that this year the story may not be as clear, um, but I but I do think that this year the story, at least to me, is more enjoyable. Um, but I, I yeah, I mean, from the moment I walked in that facade and felt the mist on my face and felt the rain and the thunder and the guy talking and the cop talking to me, I knew right then and there this house was going to be good. And it, it, it doesn't disappoint. Um, it really is incredible how different a year can make for certain for certain things. And to go from Monsters being one of my least favorite houses last year to this year, potentially in my top three, I, I really do think that highly of this of this one. And. Like Jamie said, there's a couple of us on this podcast who don't think that they needed nearly as many of the of the monsters as they had. It, it doesn't ruin it as badly for me as she might think, but um, yeah, I just, I yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I, I don't know how much more praise I can heap on it. I just think it was really, really good. The only thing that I wish they did was make better use of the bungee effect. Uh, I feel like the bungee effect in this house is a little weak, but. Then again, I get it. It's, it's a tough role to play, so they have to make something that's relatively easy to get through the night. So you guys are awesome. <laughs> if you all listening, whoever is on that bungee cord, you guys have a tough job, and I, and I really do appreciate appreciate the work you put in. But yeah, this house is great. So yes, I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with uh, Paris or whatever the hell they call it. Unleashed, unmasked, unmasked. Sorry, unmasked. As they all wear masks in some way, shape, or form. Yes. Uh... I guess my thing too is like I'll look at story and both were the stories are just tough to tell. They're very good like movie stories, but they're tough heart to, you know, create as a house story. So I kind of chalk those both up equally. Uh, the characters, I definitely favor the unmasked. I, I, I favor, you know, Phantom and, and in that sense. And I favor Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde over the, you know, the quote unquote classics of Dracula, Wolfman and Mummy. I do like Mummy. I like Wolfman. Dracula is fine. It's a vampire. But I think because we had seen him, you know, we we sort of saw Dracula-esque people in uh, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives and we saw Dracula in the compilation. So I was kind of Dracula out at that point. But this was just such a nice change of pace. The setting was different. The facade I just thought was beautiful. Now, I liked the facade of last year with Legends Collide. That dig site was really cool. I think that Legends Collide had a little bit of a narrower path. I feel like it was a little bit more claustrophobic, which is a nice a play on a house. The triple scare in Legends Collide was just iconic. I don't think they they reached that level in Modern Mask. They do attempt it, but it's just not... It doesn't corridor you the same way in. But I just... I think I also am going to go unmasked just because I like the setting. I like the characters in this one a little bit better. The only thing again, that does hold it back for me is the phantom scenes where it's just a little bit too repetitive, which is kind of meh because I really like, I was really expecting this big, beautiful, almost puppet theater esque scenes for the phantom. And that in that respect is sort of let me down, but I think still overall, I would go unmasked uh, just because I, I like that atmosphere a little bit better. So let's get into IPs now. So again, we're not going to, we kind of grouped these up. So we're not going to go IP one versus IP one, IP two versus IP two. So we'll just do IPs in general. So for 32 this year, we have Stranger Things 4, The Exorcist Believer, The Last of Us, and Chucky Ultimate Kill Count versus 31 
We only had three. We had The Weekend, After Hours Nightmare, Halloween, and The Horrors of Blumhouse. So I know it's going to be a little bit of a tougher thing to kind of compare multiple things at once, but we can just no, kind of... I'm interested to see kind of how this goes, to be yeah. honest with you, because I really yeah. do think that we're all going to have like differing opinions a little bit. Mm-hmm. And being that there's only three versus four, I think for some of us, maybe that changes our opinion a little bit, but I'm, I'm interested to kind of hear where this goes. Yeah, so let's see. I mean, I'm just going to put like look at some little basic things first. So for me, like the big draw from this year, Stranger Things 4, I believe. And I think last year's the big draw was the weekend. So those are sort of the headliners. I would say that this is tough. I, I really like Stranger Things 4. I do like the house a lot. But I think the weekend after hours nightmare kind of surprised me more than Stranger Things 4. The biggest surprise for me from this year was the exorcist. Whereas my biggest surprise again from last year was 30 was uh, the weekend. So that kind of takes the cake and the surprise value. Chucky kind of lowers the average for this year. I think when you kind of put them all together and, and honestly, same with the last of us a little bit, it's crazy that the IPs, the four IPs we have this year, stranger things for the exorcist believer, the last of us and Chucky that the exorcist is number two fighting for number one for IPs for me. Like it's, it's a toss up between the two. Um, I, I, it is tough. The weekend did a lot of stuff in the house that I hadn't seen in houses before the Halloween house. It was what it was. It's a Halloween house. It was very fun. I am a big fan of Halloween. I'm a big fan of Michael Myers. It was fun to revisit the classic. I would say that that was pretty, pretty run of the mill. It was just right there, right above average. And then the horrors of Blumhouse was a great 50, 50 split. You know, black phone was amazing. Freaky was, was fine. Um, but I don't know. I, I honestly think this is tough. Even with stranger things Four, I think I might be leaning towards 31 just because I really did enjoy the weekend house. Halloween is a classic. And that half of Blum, that half of Blumhouse with the black phone really carried it versus Chucky. I could take it or leave it. The last of us, I'm not a huge fan of the IP, so I could sort of take that or leave that. Um, the Exorcist Believer is a just a great house. And Stranger Things 4 does everything you want it to do. It doesn't do anything crazy special, but it gives you all the moments you really want to see. So I, I'm i personally, I think I'm leaning towards the, the IPs of 31. But Jamie, what do you think? Because this is a lot to kind of take in. Yeah, well, this one this one's pretty easy for me, and since I already uh, spoiled it a little bit earlier, too, thinking we were collectively going over the event, um, I'm definitely going to have to pick 31's IPs. I mean, Halloween, Mikey, my favorite slasher of all time. That was my first time getting to do any iteration of a Halloween house, which was fantastic. It was amazing. I'm glad that they based it off the original Halloween. Um, the Black Phone is one of it's became to one of me one of my favorite movies i love it i thought that part of the house was fantastic uh kind of like you said nick i'm not i've actually never fully watched freaky personally i just don't really like comedy horror unless it's done right when it's like the schlocky like killer clowns blah 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 and stuff like that so freaky didn't really do it for me but i think the black phone really held up that end for the horrors of blumhouse um the weekend i didn't hate the weekend either i thought it was fun i really liked that they incorporate music into the events like how they did with rob zombie the hell billy scare zone i thought it was awesome i thought it was something different for the event that we haven't seen before and i still got some really good scares in that house and it had 
just it, it was done really well it was executed really well just the whole look of the house the different characters that they had and everything like that I felt like it was really immersive this year I know I've mentioned it plenty of times before I'm not a huge Last of Us fan so like I said I've only done that house one run didn't really do it for me one and done didn't have to do it again Chucky kind of like you said Nick I could take it or leave it don't hate it I do think it's fun and we always need that sort of fun house um Stranger Things I do really enjoy Stranger Things, but I wouldn't say it would be able to knock the other two IPs from last year out of the park since I love the Black Phone and Halloween so much. That's why it kind of goes so high for me. And um, for The Exorcist this year, kind of the same with Halloween. I was really excited. This is my first time getting to do an Exorcist house at the event, and it was great. I just wish that I maybe would have gotten to do the original one, even though... This one was still great for being based off a movie that hadn't even been released at the time. I think they did really well, really scary. The scare actors in it are great. And it just gives you kind of like that classic, like unsettling, like scary feeling that you want to get in a house. And sometimes you don't really get that as much with these houses, especially since the event's gotten so popular and they're just so congested sometimes. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the IPs from 31 for my choice. All right, Seamus, where are you That's, at? All right, well, then I guess I'm not going to be as surprised as I thought I would be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a simple yes or no. I think 31 is better. I'll preface it by saying that. Uh, we all know that I am the clear, like, weekend lover on, on this podcast. But um, judging that you both thought that house was a lot better than what you expected it was going to be, uh, obviously it it did a really good job at what it was aiming to do and i think compared to this year unfortunately last of us is pretty weak and chucky is not bad but it's not it's not the super it's not the strongest ip they could have picked um and when you put up a, you put it up against like halloween which is just a classic slasher and my favorite slasher I, I yeah, I, it's it's hard to it's hard to pick against last year's IPs. Even though we're, we were down one technically, um, I just think it was a lot. It's just better. I think it was just better overall. There was more variety, and this year it just kind of felt like I don't know. I don't want to say they hammed it in with The Last of Us, but I don't know. I just there's something about that house that just doesn't. It just doesn't do it for me, and you know, judging by how long the waits have been for it. I just don't think that does it justice. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it deserves the weights that it's had. I really don't. And, you know, I think the only IP this year that's been, I think the only IP that I've been like over the moon with this year, and we're not counting monsters because monsters is its own thing would be stranger things and even stranger things. Well, I don't want to say that because Exorcist is really good too. I don't know. It's it's tough. I'm gonna have to go 31. I just rambled for like for 10 minutes, but I think 31 just because overall they were all collectively better than the ones we got this year. But but I will preface that by saying Exorcist and Stranger Things four were strong enough to make it close, if that makes sense. Yeah, those were the two that definitely made it harder for me to pick. You know, if we had one of one less and one that was like more mediocre, it would have been a little bit easier for me to pick 32 than 31, but I think 31's just the strength was there. It, I don't take the numbers game into, into it too much, but 
Let's talk originals. Now, this is where it's going to get tough because this we is going to be hard. Yeah, we have a buttload of them and we're just grouping them together. You know, if we did this piece by piece, I'm sure we could pick, you know, and put like, you know, the top two versus the top two, so on and so forth. But we're just going to kind of group it up as a whole and make it a little bit more easier for us. But today or not today, this year <laughs> at 32. Well, I guess today, but we have Blood Moon Dark Offerings, Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate, Yeti Campground Kills. Dr. Oddfellows, Twisted Origins, and The Darkest Deal, going against 31, which was Hellblock Horror, Spirits of the Coven, Fiesta de Chupacabras, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake, Bugs Eaten Alive, and Descendants of Destruction. Jamie, do you want to kick us off on this fun adventure that you have staked out for you? (laughs) I would love to. I'm going to toss you the ball and deal with all the madness. (laughs) Right. No, that's fine. So the originals from last year compared to this year, you would think it would be tough, but this one's funny because I'm really curious to see what you guys are going to choose just knowing how much you guys have had a connection to that special house last year that you guys love so much. But funny enough, I think that this year's originals definitely trump last year's for me by far this has definitely been the year of originals for me last year was definitely the ips for me a lot of big names that i absolutely loved i've loved for a long time and i feel like this year is definitely the originals are the ones that did it for me you have blood moon fantastic you have darkest deal also fantastic you got yeti campy fun love it you got dueling dragons only i I was just gonna say not a classic because we haven't had it before but a classic it's that nostalgic sense that you want to get and you definitely get that from this house if you've done the ride before if you've grown up in orlando going to universal for all these years like i have very fun i just feel like and the dr oddfellows i just feel like there's so many good things about every single house that we've had this year and i feel like the creativity really shined through them which is something i appreciate because you could do the creativity as well with the ips but you kind of already know what's going to be in it usually if you've seen the movie or the show that it's based off of yada 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 but with the originals you don't know what you're getting into which is pretty fun and that's something i always liked about that and i feel like this year was exactly what i wanted from that i had no clue going into any of the originals what it was going to be like like other than description that we've had some of them I kind of had a good feel for it of what it kind of would have been like and that definitely didn't let me down blood moon for example it's pretty much exactly how I pictured it and it's beautiful it's amazing I love it so much it's such a great house same thing with darkest deal didn't really know what to expect but kind of had that idea about it same kind of thing just knocked it out of the park for me it's just been fantastic and last year I feel like the only original that I really enjoyed a lot, I was really looking forward to Fiesta de Chupacabra, was a little let down by some of it, only because I didn't really get too many scares in that house. Spirits of the Coven got better throughout the season. Um, Bugs Eaten Alive is kind of what did it for me last year. I remember the last night I ran through that house by myself, and it was one of the best runs I had all year for that house. So... I feel like, man, I'm just such a sucker for last year. I feel like the originals definitely took it for me for last year. So you pick last year's originals over this year? This year? Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) See, this is why we can't record as soon as I get home from work. No, this year's originals definitely trumped last year's for me. I apologize for the the misunderstanding. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, last year's Um, IPs, this year's originals. 
Yeah. Gotcha. There we go. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> so I'll dive into this a little bit because, yes, 31 heads. Possibly one of my all-time favorite houses was that Dead Man's Pier Winter's mm-hmm. Wake. That is just like the strong of the strong. And if you put that against any house for this year, for me personally, Dead Man's will win. It'll take out Darkest Steel. It'll take out Blood Moon. It'll take out Yeti. Those are my kind of top three at this moment. But then I start getting down into the list. Descendants of Destruction, I really, really enjoyed. It was a very big surprise. It didn't, I just didn't have many expectations for it. And it just kind of really blew me away. Bugs Eaten Alive. I enjoyed the concept, but for me, at the end of the day, it was more of just like a, a fun, schlocky house. It wasn't something I felt like I needed to go to most of the time. I loved the characters in it, and it did exactly what it was supposed to do, right? It was supposed to be that 50s era comedy style house, which I can appreciate, but it didn't. It definitely didn't make me run back to that. Uh, Fiesta de Chupacabras, really, really fun. But again, it wasn't something I like consistently felt like I had to do. I did it often enough because I think the wait time wasn't really always that crazy, but it, it was, it was a fun house. Nonetheless, Hellblock horror. We know what it is. We appreciate it for what it is and what it was, uh, but it was a last minute replacement house. It was a hodgepodge. It was, it was fun. It was the lowest weight consistently. So we got to do that often enough, but it was a house. Hellblock Horror was definitely a house at Halloween Horror Nights 31. Spirits of the Coven, this was a major disappointment for me. I, I had pretty high expectations when it was like all witchy speakeasy, and it just kind of went off the rails halfway through the house, and the story just went crazy and never, never fully came back. Comparing it to this year, 32, Blood Moon Dark Offerings, I for me, that kind of I treat that sort of as my descendants where I just didn't have crazy expectations, but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Yeti Campground Kills. I mean, if you want to compare it to anything, I would have compared it to Bugs, and I would say that Yeti gets the win because it's just that, again, that 50s retro week campy vibe. But the scares are still there. It it draws you in. It's not as schlocky, which I enjoy schlock. But if I'm going to compare the two, I would have taken Yeti over that. Uh, Choose Thy Fate, Dr- Dueling Dragons. I would kind of put that up with Fiesta de Chupacabras. They both do really unique, fun stuff, whether that's dragons being the, the sound effects, the visuals, all that extra pizzazz, and Fiesta being those... The, the costuming was really cool. The firecrackers were really cool. I, I, I still love that effect. It was so, such a small nuance of the house. But if you remember, they would have the firecrackers pop and then they would have the smoke come from where the firecrackers were. So that was really, really cool for me. And then if I wanted to compare stuff like Dr. Oddfellows over to, you know, spirits or something like that, you know, Dr. Oddfellow would win. So I, while 31 has probably one of my all-time favorite houses. I think I'm going to have to go with the originals this year. I think just as a whole, again, if I had to list these one through 10 or however many we have, you know, Dead Man's would be at the very top of the list. Then there'd probably be three or four from 32, taking the two, three, and four spot. And I'd probably put Descendants at that five spot. And then it would just kind of be 32 all the way through Hellblock and Spirits. And then Fiesta would be thrown in the middle somewhere. But I'm going to go with the originals for 32. That's sort of where my heart is uh, 
my heart is right now. But Seamus, what do you think about these originals? Yeah, again, I think I think you and I think quite a quite a bit alike. Um, yeah, last year obviously Dead Man's was by far one of the best originals they've done. I think that you and I have a special place in our hearts for that type of theme, you know, for the setting. And I think that kind of worked in our favor, but I do think it was a well thought out house. It was well, well planned. The story was awesome. Unfortunately, beyond peer, I don't think the originals were that strong last year. I think that Hellblock, I mean, it, it is what it is. You kind of have to give it some leeway because it was probably a last second, throw something together and make it work. And for what it was, it did it pretty well. Coven was completely a letdown, 100%. Um, thought I was going to get something that I didn't get. And unfortunately, that's just what happened. And, and the others, I'm not even really... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of forgetting what, what the others were. Are you guys just talking about them? But um, they just they weren't that memorable outside of Pierre. This year, I don't think there's really a weak original. I mean, outside of you know, my just general dislike for dragons, but that's just, that's more because I just, it's not my thing, but I think it's still well done. I think they did a really good job with some of the technology in it. I think the costumes look really cool. It's just the story is kind of, is just incredibly weak in my mind, in my eyes. Otherwise, I think every original this year, there's something somebody can get rewarding out of it. Something rewarding can come out of it. And I don't think there's a, I don't really think there's a weak spot. Um, so I think it's, for me, it's not even close. I think 32, I think this year's originals are overall better than last year's. And to be honest with you, I know Nick and I are going to disagree on this one. I'd put Blood Moon over Pier, but that's just me. Whoa. Wow. All right. <laughs> just, just saying. Just saying. Just wow. throwing that out there. Just going to throw <laughs> that out there. So y'all want to come find me tonight. I'm going to be there. Just come find me and, and yell at me. Tell me I'm wrong. I honestly I'm think, I think I'm not wrong. I think the community would agree with you and disagree with me. I honestly do. I think the Maybe, majority of people will put Blood Moon over it. I'd be I'd be interested to see what what the what the vote is. Maybe we put a vote out there on on social media and see what they say. A little poll. Yeah. <laughs> a little we'll poll. Do, we'll do some comparison polls. But yeah, so it seems like we're all in agreement that the originals from 32 kind of take the cake, correct? I would say correct. so. Correct. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up our main segment. Um, we are itching to get to Horror Night, so we are going to kind of bypass our typical up-downs in our horror movies of the week because it is the last three days of Horror Nights. We want to get there. I got to edit this, put this thing online, and get the hell out of here. We so, did watch something, though. We did. We did watch. We watched. We watched stuff, but we'll we can discuss that next. Okay, week. fine. Okay. People can wait. They don't care. <laughs> Sorry, that Jamie. It's okay. I just really wanted horror to nights. <laughs> horror nights is the one a thing you were waiting to do all the whole time. You're like, just, oh my god, was. just get the shit out of the way, please, so I can yes, talk about. Well, we know what it is too. Yeah. Well, we both watched it, and I know it's uh, it's not going to be a quick discussion. So no. we, can, <laughs> we can table we can table that, and so that way we don't shortchange the fans of a, All right. another. Jamie you know, versus Nick. So I can watch it then. Well, I will. Yeah. On this. All right. Well, until next time. This is Nick. This is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy haunts. We'll see you in the fog. We'll be there. Come say hi. Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one that's scared. <laughs>
just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.